Hello everybody and welcome to episode 32 of the Fetch Everyone podcast, straight in there. How you doing folks? Just the usual bit that I say at the start every week. Do you still listen to this bit or do you just skip it? Anyway, fetcheveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers and literally everyone else. Um, And I really mean that. Um, Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do any of that. So tell your friends, Fetch Everyone is free for everybody. There are no paywalls. There's no blocked stuff behind stuff. It's all free for everybody and we pay for it using advertising. But if you don't want the adverts, then you can make a voluntary contribution and then all the adverts will go away. So think about that. Thank you very much. Um, And this podcast and the cost of hosting this podcast is covered by our lovely sponsor, Ron Hill Specials. And they are currently at the printing stage. So they've done all the sort of graphics stuff and they're now printing out lots of material with the Fetch uh, anniversary shirt pattern on. Why are you shaking your head, Katie? I'm just pitying those poor people. Yeah, I hope well, they've got their sunnies on. Yeah, they're sannies. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't get me started. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Ron Hill Specials, they make all sorts of, of kit for runners and whatever. And do please go and check them out. Uh, just Google Ron Hill Specials or I'll put a link in the show notes as I always do. And if you'd like to leave a comment about the show, visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast and tell us what you think. And we love hearing your comments. And thank you very much to everybody who commented last week to say that they approved of the show because I think I'd said some sort of plea, like, please leave us a comment because otherwise we don't know what's going on. Um, so it was it was very noticeable, but very we were very grateful for it. So, Katie, you're still in your dressing gown. <laughs> well, thank you for pointing that out. But yeah. they don't know what time it is. So it or even be, what day it is. It might be completely appropriate for me to still be in my dressing gown. Yes. But I am yeah. here. I'm here. Okay. It's actually Sunday, isn't it? We're doing this for a day early. It's Sunday and it's 20 past two in the afternoon. <laughs> it's not appropriate for me to be in my dressing gown. Anyway, <laughs> moving on from my dressing gown. Yeah, so we had a bit of a lazy day because uh, yesterday we were fairly busy, weren't we? So we were quite busy, yeah. Yeah, we did the supporting at James Adams, a.k.a. Binks's um, get, get to, to the, the pub by, by four. four. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Get, get to, to the, the pub, pub by four. four. Yeah, we did it, smashed it. So um, it's an ultra, like a handicap ultra, where people set off at different times with the aim of finishing. So we were on the last checkpoint. Yeah, we were checkpoint three, Were so we were about six miles from the end. And it was a 50 kilometre ultra on trails. So about 30 miles, 32 miles? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So um, self-navigation or Lack not of. <laughs> for some people. Um, but yeah, it was great to help out. We enjoyed, we enjoyed it. I mean, I had no idea really what I was doing until, um, Nightjare handed me a bit, couple of bits of paper and said, are you running the checkpoint? And I said, okay, thinking, I don't know what that means. Uh, but it soon became apparent that I needed to ask people their numbers as they came in and write down the time that they'd arrived. Yeah. And, um, and 
yeah. we got there in a real big hurry, didn't we? Because um, there was a message that came through that said first runners will be through by one fifteen. Yes. Um, and I think it was. But it was an hour and fifteen from that point. In fact, is what we were. Yeah. Really supposed so, to have worked out. But I think it was quite a warm day, so I, d I don't think anybody was quite on on point with their predictions. I wouldn't have said. Yeah, actually, so, I don't even know if anyone did make it by four. I'm assuming that they did. The, some people must have done. Yeah. I would have thought, but um, certainly we were there gone for. Yes, we were. And, and people were still coming through. Four forty, we left our checkpoint. Yeah, so there were fifty runners or thirty-seven runners after the people who didn't start. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I went out on my bike, and I ended up doing about nearly 15 miles, just doing little um, tours out and back, just to see if I could see anybody further up the track. Um, and it was quite nice to see them emerging from the woods, and then I'd scuttle back on my bike and say, they're coming, they're coming. And you'd all stand by, eagerly awaiting them, like uh, little yeah. children waiting for Father Christmas. Yes, and the, the general theme was that it was hot very hot they yeah. were all quite hot um and most of them said oh i've added a mile um through through going wrong um or sometimes added three miles by going wrong and i think our, our last runner who we didn't ever get to meet at checkpoint three um he'd added a few more than that i think but um yeah the the general feeling was of positivity and okay they were tired and they were some of them were like, don't tell me how far there is to go. I don't want to know. Yeah. Um, but it was no. It was really good to help out. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed it. By and large, like ninety percent were cheerful and happy and and looking like they were enjoying the experience. Mm. And maybe one or two out of thirty-five were really kind of, you know, close to close to wishing it was all over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was good and, and nice to see them. And do, do you think? This is. Do you think you're more likely to do an ultra now as a result of this, or less likely? I know you're not keen on doing ultras or the idea of them, but do you think you're more or less likely having seen this? That's I don't my think question. my feeling about ultras has changed from doing not at all the checkpoint. Not not, not at even one percent in one direction or another. I won't be moved. Okay. <laughs> um, but what I would say is that my suspicion that I would really enjoy doing a checkpoint as an ultra was definitely confirmed. You were suspicious, were you? Not really suspicious. No, I, I, I thought I would enjoy it. Yeah. And I did enjoy it. And I would like to do more of that sort of thing. It was it was good. And now I kind of understand a little bit more what I should be doing and saying and, yeah. and being maybe a little bit more proactive in helping people with what they need. You're looking great. Can I get you any medical assistance? Well, kind of yeah. Thing? You know, can I fill this up? Can I put Empty coke that. up your nose or whatever? You know, that sort of thing. And just just being a bit more proactive about it but I really enjoyed it and um, I'd happily do that again I think yeah. I'd be just a bit more prepared I mean I literally walked out of the house in running kit that I'd been wearing at Parkrun this morning sorry runners that were on the ultra you got you got a slightly sort of shady version of me really yeah. um can I just ask did anybody ask for coke up their nose because surely that's no a bit I don't a... I don't know why I said that I'm, I'm not really with it um no, it's okay not really um but, but, you know, some wanted coke in there, like those little things that they carry. What are they called? Bladders. Yeah. For inside the, the uh -huh. kind of backpack things. Um, all manner of tubes were being brought out all from sorts of tubes. every possible place. Yeah, it was, it was an, an education. Um, I really enjoyed it. I would do it again, for sure. Um, mm. So, 
But no, <coughs> my position on taking part in an ultra has not changed one bit. I've, I've got no desire to do it. And um, I can't, I'm, I, I can imagine that, that that might change in the future. But at the moment, no, not mm. for me. But it was great to be part of it. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm gutted that I didn't ask any of them about the whole Hobbit question. I, can't you know, I, I could you have didn't done a do proper survey then. Um, yeah, we could have interviewed each one. Yeah. And done a whole podcast on that. Yeah. I'm anyway. thinking about it. I could have, as I was riding my bike, I could have dressed in black and been one of the black riders from Lord of the Rings. So we don't. Just know. a real sort of hammer at home. Sorry, I've interrupted you, Go. That's okay. So. We, we don't know whether this race is going to be a. a, a a repeated thing or or what but hopefully Binks will let us know about that um, but I think the general feeling was that it was, it was a great race awesome yeah agreed so what else have we got up to this week I have done um, three swims and three runs no that's not true I've done two swims and three runs um, but one of my swims and runs was in a quathlon that was on Thursday evening mm. And I'm super pleased. I've only just looked at this, just literally in terms of telling you about it on the podcast. I hadn't even looked at this, but I've just looked back at last year's um, aquathlon. So the same aquathlon at Fox End, which is a it's a swim in the lake. It's between 750 and 800 metres. Always changes a tiny bit. So it's difficult to be really like totally positive about your swim time changing because, yeah. You know, someone goes and plonks the boys out. Someone goes and puts the boys out, and they kind of vaguely know the position, but they do always seem to be slightly different, which is totally understandable. Um, So the swim is about 800 meters, 750 meters, and then you run to transition, and it's out round a trail 5k, which um, is is all on grass. You never quite know whether you're going to get cut grass, not cut grass, cut grass with lumps of cut grass hanging around. Um, You just don't know. And um, and then it, it's flat for a little while and then you go up into this kind of hillocky area where you run around up and down. It's quite exciting. You never quite know what's around the corner or if you're going to see the back of a runner and think, oh, I might be able to catch them. Or mm. it's, it's quite a nice run. Um, I love it for the fact that it's so different to like a, a road 5K where you, you know, you've got so much pressure on you to do a certain time, whereas it's really just like coping with the terrain and pushing yourself as hard as you can. But... Um, but weirdly, this aquathlon, probably my most enjoyable of all of them. Um, mm-hmm. And weirdly as well, probably my most competitive in the end. Even though I promise you, Fetchies, I turned up thinking, I'm just doing this so that I've got something to keep my mind busy this evening. And that was it. I had There was no one at home with me. This is not a sob story, but there's no one at home with me. I didn't want to sit watching rubbish on Netflix again. I knew that there was an aquathlon on. I'd spoken to one of the organisers a few days before and he'd said, oh, just come, you know, come along. And, um, yeah, I'm so glad I did it. But it's so weird because I was quite relaxed on the swim and I've just looked at it and it's my quickest swim um, from last year and this year. And I think that will be quicker than the year before as well. So 15 minutes 34 for my swim. Um, my tra- transition was not the quickest, but it's the second quick- quickest I've ever done. So one minute and 10 seconds. And that was a classic. Forgot to take my Garmin off before I took my wetsuit off. So I had to mm-hmm. kind of rewind up the sleeve again and get my Garmin out. Um, and then my run was not my fastest, but 29.33. And overall, so um, 
of all my times, I'm quicker than last year um, overall. So 46.17, so 30 seconds quicker than my quickest time last year. Excellent. So I'm pleased with that. Yeah, nice. And they do these every month. So is there a chance for one more now in September or is it all done? It's on the 12th. Oh, okay. And we're, we're busy on that day. Yeah. Yeah. There is the Twilight one. I'd h- highly recommend it if you're a Bedfordshire person and you want to get something a little bit interesting, a little bit different done as a end of season, open water season, for example, thing. It's really fun. So you swim at sunset and then you get out of the water and it's kind of dusky. You have to have a head torch for the run. If you're doing the, the um, triathlon, you have to have bike lights. And um, there is also an aqua bike as well on the same at the same race. So that's a 15k bike after the swim. Um, the triathlon is a 10k bike and a 5k run. And so you basically run around this very quiet, wooded, hillocky, twisty, windy, uppy, downy thing in the dusk. And it's just, it's very special. It's a lovely mm. event. I love it. And they're pretty um, friendly as well. And the, the, oh, super friendly. the change of a zone, would you call it? Transition. Transition is pretty laid back as well. They don't really sort of yeah. tell you off or, or execute you for doing something no. wrong. It's just like, you know, okay, get on with it. It's an inclusive event. I yeah. mean, I, I think it's, it's run by very few volunteers with mm. a very kind of... I mean, it foxed me slightly that there was no one to pull us out of the water um last week which normally there's someone standing at the water edge clearly there weren't enough volunteers to have someone pulling people out of the water because mm. i was as i was coming up i was sighting i was looking for the person where's my man where's the person to <laughs> get me out of the water god damn it i demand there is someone there and there wasn't anyone and then i noticed the swimmer ahead of me just kind of basically clambering out and i thought oh, okay that's what i've got to do so that was fine um and um yeah the, i mean there's oh, there's three people that as far as I'm aware, are always at these events organising. Yeah. So three, two from my club and another guy who I don't think he's a Bedford Harrow, but it's just one of those events. It's that type of thing. It's done for love, I think. It's yeah. not done for anything else. And I think the, the best race I've ever done for for that kind of feeling was um, there's a guy in Derbyshire called David Denton, I think his name is. Okay. And um, he organises quite a lot of races and I think he does a lot of them to raise money for uh, charities that are helping people in India okay and in you're talking about like a small number of volunteers yeah for a great experience mm. there's literally a man with a clipboard and a whistle mm. and a cone and the cone is two and a half kilometers down the road yeah and he says right off you go. sod off run yeah. to that cone come back again and I'll tell you what time is yeah and it's just everything you wanted it to be it was i think it was about three quid and all that money goes to his charity and none of it goes on any overheads or whatever and there's just an understanding amongst all the people yeah you know this is how it is you can just go and and i think when i did it it was my 5k pb so it was 2008 Mm. and park run although it was definitely a thing by then Mm. it wasn't quite so everywhere Mm. So I should look look them up and see if they're still doing those those runs yeah. because it it feels like it's the sort of thing that could be yeah sort of taken over by the the parkrun movement. But I really hope not because it was yeah. awesome. So I think those sorts of events are great to support and great to go to because it's just a it's a different feeling to a highly organised sort of events company doing it. 
Yeah. Um, so, um, but so that was that was that part of my week. And the other thing that I did last week, which was really lovely, was I made myself go to the lake after my clinic on Tuesday. It opens eight till nine. I did a couple of laps in a very flat, calm lake with the most beautiful sky. The sun was setting and it seemed as if every time I breathed, I was seeing something slightly different in the sky, slightly mm. different colours. And obviously, as you're going round the lake, you just see different aspects of the sky. Um, and when I came out of the water, there was this massive, nearly full moon that had risen and was just stunning as well, sitting over the top of the lake. So that was gorgeous. So, um, yeah, a couple of really good box end experiences this week um, for me. How about you? How's your week been? Well, fantastic. Um, my week has been pretty laid back in the main. Um, this Achilles thing that was um, causing me a little bit of grief last week, I've taken the, the advice from my lovely physio to make sure that I rest it by not going at it too much or not going up too many hills and just giving my Achilles chance to sort of heal whilst not putting it under too much pressure. So I think we did a run with a dog on Tuesday mm. um, and it's always a bit of a win if we can get around to run with a dog without him eating some kind of feces <laughs> of some description. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it. Straight to the point. Well, yeah. it was a win because he did not. He did not. Um, with about uh, three quarters of a mile to go, we got him on the lead and it was like, yes, we win another one. Mm. Um, he's sleeping now, probably dreaming about eating. I wouldn't all be sorts surprised if the, if the snoring, the Stephen snoring, is audible. All right, quiet for a minute. Oh, there's a damn motorbike. We'll try and amplify that just in case. Yeah. Well, that was a good one. The thing is, if I carry my phone over, he'll stop pretending to be asleep and look at me. Yeah. Um, so a, a pretty quiet week, but um, and also summer holidays being uh, time with the boy and me not really wanting to leave him too much. I got out once, I think, whilst I had him. And the rest of the time was watching him doing Minecraft. That seems to be, despite the fact that he's a he's a teen now, even amongst teens, it seems to have made a bit of a resurgence, I think, thanks to PewDiePie. Um, does this mean anything to any of you listeners? Do let us know. Um, I know these names, so I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of people out there that do who've yeah. got kids who are, have just been teenagers even. Or... We're watching a YouTube series by a bloke called GeoWizard and he is attempting to cross Wales in a perfectly straight line from east to west and that means that he's having to sort of go across fields and rivers and through forests and everything like that with this GPS device that's keeping him on an exact straight line. Um, there's a bit of trespassing involved so um, he's being a bit naughty there but there's a kind of a bit of a thrill to seeing how he's getting on and the sort of obstacles he's coming up against. Uh, occasionally he gets people that uh, you know, confront him and ask him about it, but by and large he seems to be just sort of stealthily moving through the through the countryside. Um, and it's, it's quite exciting. We're up to three episodes yet, so we don't know whether or not he's going to make it all the way across. Um, but if you're a YouTuber and you're looking for something to watch, then that's worth it if you need a bit of time to fill. 
Um, so that's one of the reasons why I've not been doing quite as much running this week as previous ones. Um, but I did have a little bit of a burn at Parkrun. We went to Great Denham Parkrun on Saturday morning. Yeah. And I ran the first lap with Katie. And then on the second lap, I think you stopped to stretch your quads. Yeah. And and so I just gradually pushed it up a little bit more until I was pretty much going for it in the final straight. And um, it's quite enjoyable sometimes starting right at the back and, and trying to pick people off. It really feels like you're getting a, lots and lots of targets to aim at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I managed to get past wine legs and the twins in the final stretch. Um, and Touchwoods, the Achilles has been okay. So mm. um, Good. Yeah. That's good. And then yesterday at the triathlon, ended up with about 15 miles of biking and enjoyed that as well. So, what? You said at the triathlon. Oh, not the, yeah, you know, the triathlon where they didn't do any swimming or biking, that one. <laughs> they ran 50 kilometers instead. Yeah. Yeah. They did it all in, one, in one sport. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what I did. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing the biking. So I'm going to try and, I don't know where, but I'll try and squeeze in a bit more of that, I think. Um, before it starts to get too cold and horrible out there good idea yeah so that's about it apart from to mention your dream from this morning i had a dream (laughs) uh that wine legs had an australian cleaner called bushy thumper (laughs) you woke up and i was sort of sipping my tea next to you and you said is there a fetchy called bushy thumper and i thought you know what, that name kind of rings a bell. And I guess there is, you know, Bushy is Bushy Park Run. Um, and there is actually a, a fetchy called Bushy Runner. Um, I don't think they're especially active. I haven't seen them around the place, but I, I searched mm. Bushy. Um, but no, there is no fetchy called this. I have no um, idea where that dream came from. But, but you were positively soiling yourself with enjoyment at the idea that... <laughs> That there was a person called Bushy Thumper. So, if any of you know of a Bushy Thumper. Especially if they're Australian. Yes. We need to know about them. Um, But I was on a fair old cocktail of drugs last night, wasn't I? So, yeah. who knows? You were also. Legal ones. Absolutely. Yeah. Over the counter slash prescription. Um, So... Yes, coming back to your comments then, um, your your fetchy comments, we were we were very grateful to hear that you still enjoy the podcast. Um, do you want to talk about Um and his requests for badges? Yeah, a couple of people actually, um, but Um was the one that I spotted, have asked whether or not we can have badges for running in England, Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland, as well as all the other countries in the world. Um, and the answer to that is, is not at the moment, because... The service that I use to say which country is this run in returns just UK for all of those, or actually GB, I think is what it returns. That's the country code. Um, so, yeah, I'm not. I don't want to get into any sort of international land border disputes with anyone. Um, so, as far as I'm concerned, they're, they're all the they're all GB. Um, but we're up to something like 110 different countries now that fetchies have run in which is quite impressive awesome. yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah and as you're running through those i'll be adding them so if you if you've run somewhere new and there's you don't get a badge immediately that means i'm probably 
sitting in front of Photoshop and uh, about to produce it for you. So just uh, hang in there. Um, and the Batman. Yeah, the little sort of. It was a bit loud for some people's ears. Yeah, yeah. So. Every every week I try and sort the sound out so that it's all kind of on on the same level. But I don't think I I'm very consistent with applying that at the right time. So I'll, I'll level off all the sound, and then I'll add in the extra bits like the different you know featured fetches and whatever. And, and sometimes I've leveled off the sound before I add those bits in, and then I should ideally go back and level them out as well. But mm. I'm not that good. Well, we we do what we can do, yeah. don't we? Yeah. And um, we're sorry uh, if anyone's ears were hurt. Yes. And if and you we'll still got Batman. To... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you for the very kind wishes from me, my dad, and, and uh, the rest of the family. And I may mention something about that towards the end of the podcast. But thank you. Yeah. Um, and there were lots of comments about the transgender chat that we had and about the transgender thread mm. and actually that is our uh, again something that we're going to mention as one of our forum favorites aren't we yeah i mean every week we pick out a, a thread from the forum and it's hard to look beyond that one really because it generated uh i'm gonna say a 90 percent warm feeling of people showing that they're really wanting to be considerate about everybody in every situation Mm. Um, and there were lots of people coming on and um, thanking those who'd shared their personal accounts of of difficult stuff that they're going through or that has happened to them in the past yeah Um, so there's should we say there's been a a bit of heat on the thread oh there's Um, definitely been there's definitely been some high emotions and I think it is a subject that is going to be highly emotive and for some people, it probably does generate fear of the unknown and fear of, I don't know, other things as well, I'm guessing, which it's hard for me to, I don't want to assume what those things are, but there definitely seems to have been a, a little bit of, of that. Um, and I think it's a really tough subject. And I know that some of the people who have um, close family members who are either going through the process or have been through the process or indeed if they have actually transitioned have found it a hard read at times um but we're really hoping that overall it will be a thread that brings about understanding and acceptance because that's what we want yeah it it feels like the majority of people who've contributed have gone okay i'm just going to take a step back from this right now yeah yeah um and that's probably a good idea in the short yeah. term, but I I wouldn't want it to mean that we don't discuss yes. this and that it's not a place that will be really useful for people yeah. from every situation to come together and, and understand each other. Yeah. Um, so if you're taking a break from the thread, then by all means do that, but, but don't ever step away from it. Following on from that um, I would like to highlight a blog, um, or two blogs actually, by Vix, and I think there may well be more. Um, uh, Vix is a trans man, and it's a really um, open and honest account of what that means. And um, one of the things that I just wanted to um, share from, from that is, on a practical level, how long it takes to the process of transitioning. Um, so 
for for Vix, it was a four year process to mm. go through everything that that he's been through. Um, and but now the waiting lists are bigger and longer, and it's a more lengthy process. So I'm just going to read this out. Um, the clinic that I went to now has a two year wait list just for the first assessment. Instead of a four month gap between appointments, it is now nine to twelve months. Just imagine that for a second. One clinic tells people that there is a 40-month wait to get the first assessment. That's a very long time. And Newcastle has the worst record with a supposed 12-year wait to go from start to finish, including hormones and all the surgeries. Um, and I think that's quite an important bit of statistics there to, to think about because when we're talking about people being able to take part in sport... yeah. If we're saying, well, while things are only this far along or only this far along, then you know you, you can't or you have to you have to identify yeah. like this or you have to identify like that. And we're asking them to do that for a very long time in a period of their life which is already hugely stressful. Yeah, and um, if you were eighteen, twenty, and considering going down that route, then yeah. by the time you are through it, yeah. You're already into your mid thirties, perhaps, and then because yeah. a lot of the talk was about how it would skew competitive sport. Yeah, but it feels like it's more of a a whole decade of your life when you might when yeah. competitive sport would be the thing if that was your main focus. Well, it would be something to give you, you know, endorphins and lift and all of, all of that sort of stuff during a stressful period, wouldn't it, if you were able to take part? No, that's not what I'm Sorry. saying. I think I'm saying that um, th there's an idea that someone might transition for the purpose of taking oh, advantage of oh, yeah. being an elite sports person in a different gender category. And therefore, the, then the majority of elite sports people are, I'd say, 20 to 35, 40 mm. perhaps. Yeah. And... And if you've got all that going on, you're not going to be doing that in the middle of, of all that, I wouldn't have thought. No, I, I think I think the fear is is that somebody would say, and I think personally would just like to say, I find that this is quite an unlikely, but not totally, I can't say for sure that no one would do this, but I think the fear is, is that someone would, without doing any of this stuff, would just identify. Yeah. And, and and so would reasonably quickly be able to start competing. Yeah. So, but and the, and the counterpoint is that yes, there may be some people who are going to do exactly that. Yeah. But it is not the fault of being allowed to assume a different gender. It is the fault of someone trying to play a system. Um, so the you wouldn't stop the benefit system because there are people who take advantage of the benefit system yeah. it is there to help people it is there to look after people and make people feel like they're okay yeah so. and and you know even just Ian and I sitting here chatting and we broadly agree on this subject so you can see that there's still so many ins and outs on it and it's it's very complex but I guess the main point is Keep reading, keep looking, keep being open-minded. Please keep coming back to the thread. Read Fix's blogs because they're excellent um, and I'm just so grateful to him 
um, for doing those. Um, and you wanted to mention, completely off that topic, you wanted to mention Homer. Yes. Um, Our pal Homer. Project Joker, which uh, up until fairly recently we were both uh, getting involved with until uh, various injuries came our ways. Yeah. Um, but Homer has just gone through the 10 weeks of the Project Joker training and he's gone from 27.14 5k down to 24.41 and That's he's over incredible. the moon yeah. and everybody on the Project Joker thread is really proud of him for having done that. So yeah. well done Homer and uh, if, you're, if you're in the 27s it can happen. You can yeah. you can chop her quite a few minutes off it's awesome Um, well done just with a bit of sort of structured training it doesn't mean you've got to follow yeah um our plan to the letter but it's just a case of like get out there and think about what you can do and and stick with it yeah um a a bit of support on the project joker thread as well might be helpful yeah there's lots of people on there with a lot of insights into what needs to be happening and what the benefits that you get out of different kinds of training are so come and chat lovely yeah development on the site has been a bit quiet this week because it's summer holidays and we've got a few other bits and bobs going on as you might know Um, but you'll notice that the site logo has become a little bit more colorful um, and the more observant of you will notice that it's the i've used the same colors as the pride flag and i'm just making a bit of a point here about the site being inclusive for everyone and I don't mind who you are and what you think, where you come from, what colour you are, any of that. The site's for everyone yeah. and everyone should feel welcome and, and that's my point really with, with that. Yeah. Um, so I that's hope that's well appreciated. Yeah. And um, apart from that I've just mainly been sort of <laughs> hovering over the, the, the buttons on the, the trans thread and, and just hoping that everybody stays calm and and discusses it nicely so um, yeah yeah we've got some featured fetchies haven't we we have have. thank you very much featured fetchies for featuring yourself thank you very much okay and we're going to start with some very bad australian accents that's exactly what fleecy put in her email to me so i'm I'm just joining in i'm not sort of i was a bit shocked then not being very stereotypical (laughs) you thought i was being bushy tamper yeah. Can we clean your cabbage? Um <laughs> So we've got a piece from Feast <laughs> From from Fleecy. No. Sorry, Fleecy. We've got a piece from Fleecy, Funky Plates and T B and they got together at a park run. I haven't listened to it yet, so we're gonna to listen to it alongside you, dear Fetchies. And uh, so here it is. Hello Fetchies, right, this is Fleecy and we're here at Bushy Park to meet Funky Plates and with me is TB. Oh, sorry, we're going to do Australian accents, okay? I so can't do Australian. Me, Australian. I want you to do your best Australian accent Australian. for me. Australian. Australian, yeah Australian. that's not bad. TB, how about you? I, all I can say is good day. Good day. Well that's not bad, but you know, g'day. I think you could do better, Townsend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Too right. There's a ripper apparently is big over there. She's or... a little ripper. She's a ripper. You, you little beauty. You beauty. You beauty. <laughs> Come on, Lee. You can do better than that. Give us some more. <laughs> I, I went out of my way. Oh, well, it's oh, just follow, yeah, 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 yeah. You need one to speak. You can just follow everyone else. It's like a thousand else. people. I don't think we're yeah. going to be at the you're start. Not gonna, you're not going to get lost. Yeah, you're not going to win. Um, sorry, uh, I'll, I'll get up my straight next then. Beauty. It's a beauty. You beauty. <laughs> you haven't really picked up much I'm, of the lingo, I'm have you, mate? I'm going out my way to not, because, you know, it's quite nice to be English. <laughs> be, be a bit different over there. Coming back here, I'm like, just Mr. Nobody now. Mr. <laughs> oh, Joe Average. No unique things about me anymore. So. Oh, well, you're unique. You're, you're funky plates. You are funky unique. Pom. I was going to change my name, like you do. I'm going to change it to Funky Pom. Funky Pom? Yeah. We love it. Okay, pom. right. Signing off from Fleecy, TB <laughs> and Funky Pom. Goodbye. Get in here now. <laughs> Hello, Katie. You're right. <laughs> I actually really want you to be my, my cleaner now, Bushy Thumper. I don't do cleaning. I do podcasts. Okay. Oh. Yes. Throw a couple no. of snags on the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fleecy, TB and, and Funky, Funky Plates. Okay. So what else have we got? What have we got We've next? We've got Elsie too now. Yeah. It's exciting. We don't know what she's been doing on her holidays. Well, we yeah. do know a little bit about what she's been doing on her holidays, but let's um, let's hear from her. Okay. Over to Elsie too. You bloody legend. Hi Fetches, this is Elsie too. I haven't done much running or swimming recently, but what I have done has been a little bit different, so I thought you might like to hear about it. On our way on holiday, we were going to Pembrokeshire, I decided that we would leave early and make a stop at Seven Bridge Park Run on the way down. Seven Bridge Park Run is on the M48 Seven Bridge, the old Seven Bridge rather than the new one. Um, but it is next to a road, uh, next to a motorway, so it's uh, a bit different. It's not in a park at all. You literally run across the bridge, but not all the way across. And then you turn around and you run back again. So you run from Wales over to England and then back to Wales. The views are amazing. The bridge is a bit bouncy to start with, um, and then it firms up. And it is uphill all the way to England and then downhill all the way back to Wales. It's good fun, it's different, uh, and I enjoyed it. I haven't done much swimming since the swoosh, because during the swoosh I hurt my left arm. Um, something to do with my bicep. Uh, it's not, not quite right yet. It's fine for breaststroke, but can't cope with front crawl yet. So I haven't done a lot of swimming, but being in Pembrokeshire, I just had to get in the sea and do something. So one day we went to a beach called Broadhaven and while we were there, me, my sister and my niece decided to swim out to Church Rock. We waited for the tide to go out a little bit and gave it a go. We kept stopping to check that the currents weren't dragging us and we swam out. It took us about 25 minutes to swim out, doing head up breaststroke and going at my niece's speed and then we swam back, which took about 10 minutes. It was good fun. It was a bit of an adventure. We didn't get too close to the rock because it was quite choppy and we didn't want to risk getting hurt. The next slightly different thing that I'm doing is later today. We've, we're now up in Northumberland and we've booked to go on to the Zipwire roller coaster at Kielder. 
it's part of the Calvert Trust Outdoor Centre, which is where my husband and I used to work many, many years ago when we first met. And yeah, we've booked for the two of us and our son to go and try their zip roll zip wire roller coaster. It's I think it's the first one in the UK, um, possibly the second one anywhere in the world, but don't quote me on that one, I'm not sure. Um but I'll let you know how that goes. It should be exciting. Well, the zip coaster was fantastic. If you'd seen the smiles on our faces when we'd got off, you'd, you'd get it. It was just brilliant. Um, so, yeah, basically you're in a climbing harness with um, a shoulder harness on as well. You're attached like you would be to a zip wire. You've got a couple of bits of rope to hold on to and you're off. And it's it's just great. I don't like roller coasters really um they just kind of give you whiplash don't you really but this one was different because your your head is the most stable part really because it's within all of the harnesses so your head doesn't get thrown about but your legs are swinging about and you're going up and down around corners oh it was brilliant it was so much fun so yeah if anyone fancies a go at that get yourself to calvert trust kilderwater in northumberland uh, and give it a go um the center there is a center for um disabled and able-bodied people an outdoor center um so anyone can have a go on it and it is just fantastic so get yourself along and give it a go thanks elsie you know before you'd even really described how you'd got on on the roller coaster just that difference in the the tone of your voice Mm. from the one clip to the next it was pretty obvious that you'd had a lovely time um i so many times we've seen this with the before and after clips from mm. people's uh, recordings that they've done. You can tell what sort of a time they had or just how exhausted they are or, or whatever. Um, yeah. So it sounds like it was really good. Um, yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. I love the idea of that swim as well. It's it's sort of a, a thing with, with all of our activities, I think, with running, cycling, swimming. It's nice to get to a a thing and get back from a thing um but the interesting thing with swimming is is that quite often one way of that swim is much quicker than the other because often there are currents or tides or or whatever involved so yeah i like the sound of that yeah sounds good so thank you very much love that for your contribution to the podcast as well yeah and the the seven bridge park run sounds really interesting as well yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure which side of the the, the river it actually began on, so yeah. I, I didn't know it was on the Welsh side. Yeah. Um, but I've driven across that bridge, the old one, quite a few times in, in my life. Yeah, yeah. And um, they they close it in the high wind, so I think yes. it's, it's way less stable than the new one. So I think in any kind of a, a wind, or even not on not a windy day, that is quite an interesting feeling. I think I wonder what it would be like if you were anyway nervous about it. So yeah, we could do one day, couldn't we? Yeah. Um so if you've if you've been to a park run that's a little bit unusual, or if you've done something on your holiday that you think, well the fetchies might like that, then just record us a couple of minutes yeah. uh, telling us, you know, what you're about to do and then what it was like. And um, we'd we'd love to feature those on the podcast. And we definitely need Wine Legs to find time to do her a bit on the sun cream from the Trans America run. Yes, and to confirm the actual name of your cleaner and to do an impression of her voice. Mm. Yes, please. So where are we at? We're at we're we're at, we're at the end, really, aren't we? Yeah. More or less. We've we've got a week coming up where we 
we've made a very, very late decision that we are going to spend our week off um, partly on the Isle of Wight. Yeah. So we've booked a ferry. We've got a campsite lined up. Yeah. Um, we're taking the dogs and we're doing it. I think the ear viewers know that your dad is on the Isle of Wight. Or is that all right for me to say that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the reason for the late decision is that um, my dad is not so well, as we've mentioned, and um, <sighs> you go on. Okay. So the reason for the late decision is that. We want to go down and spend some time with Katie's dad and take our dogs for a walk on the beach with him and to sort of hear all his catchphrases that we particularly like, um, that we've grown to love over the years and, um, and to spend some time with him. So that's our plan. And um, we'll be doing some camping, which is Katie now loves camping. <laughs> This is true. So she'll be uh, she'll be first under the canvas, I'm sure. And um, so that's why we're recording this on Sunday as well, so that we can get this podcast ready and then just press go live when it comes to tomorrow. Um, yeah, right. Well, thank you very much, Fetchies. I'm off to give someone a hug. And don't forget to send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to let us know your thoughts and we'll see you next time. All right, bye-bye.